Yo, what's good everybody? I wanted to let you guys know that the standard spring collection is officially live. You can go ahead and buy your black suit as well as black tuxedo and we're also going to be selling the navy and the gray as well. Do not forget it is only a limited amount of suits so get your suit today before they're all sold out and by getting an amazing suit, you get access to this amazing community of extraordinary men committed to excellence. Go to theaffluentstandard.com, go ahead and get your suit. I look forward to connecting with you guys, and let's get started with today's episode. This is what I think. I think I am unhappy when I'm not working, mm -hmm. and that's how I know. Mm. It's For me, it's not really about this the amount good. of money. It's yeah. just like, I like working, yeah. you know, and I realized that because when I'm not working, I feel weird, man. I'm like, what do I do with my wow, hands? I'm like, what do I, I'm, I'm, and the reality is I'm still working in my head. Yeah. Like every time I'm sitting down to watch something or, or on a plane or on a beach, I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm building in my head. I'm like, oh, I come up with great ideas. And I'm like, I got to do this right now. Right. So if that's the kind of person that you are, you're probably prime to continue to grow and keep it going because yeah. that's what you do. Yeah. But if you just want a vacation <laughs> and if you just want some time off, this is good. dude, enjoy the vacation. Yeah. You're happy doing that. I'm just not. Yeah. So I'm going to go on vacation. I'm going to be miserable after a few days, you know, like I'll, I'll turn off. I'll enjoy. It's great. But after a while, I got to get back to it because that's just what I do. Yo, what's good, everybody? This is Hafiz, and welcome to another episode. Guys, do not forget, we have officially launched the standard spring collection, the black suit as well as the black tuxedo. The gray suit, unfortunately, is already sold out, but the navy is still there as well. And as always, by buying the suit, you get access to an extension extraordinary community of men who are committed to excellence and man it has been such an amazing experience to see guys from all around the country as well as guys all around the world shout out the guys in germany singapore canada and the uk for tapping in and joining the standard so guys go to the affluentstandard.com go ahead and get your amazing suit before they're all sold out because as you know they're limited edition and if I'm going to continue my series with the standard, I have to bring in another amazing brother who is also a part of the standard community. Guys, this individual, as I said, has the greatest hair on planet Earth, man. I, I'm always jealous because he always got the new style, always looks amazing, guys. I am honored to bring back to the show the one and only Alex Costa. What up, my guy? Wow, dude, thank you so much for having me again. Third time. Third time. Third time. I feel like we had a full conversation before we got started. <laughs> we did. <laughs> Talked about everything. Everything. For a couple hours or something. It, was, it felt like we had a really good conversation, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, Alex, what's been new with you, my guy? Ah, so much is changing right now, man. I'm so excited because I feel like for the past couple of years, I've been feeling a little stale. You know, I feel like a lot of people were feeling the same, couldn't really travel, couldn't do much. Uh, it was a tough time for a lot of people. But now this year, I'm feeling so good. Mm. I'm feeling so excited for, for 22. It just feels like there's a lot going on. Traveling's back again. Amen. I was just at the Grammys this past weekend. Uh, <laughs> Sucked. So many people in a stadium, you know, live music performances. Um, oh, was that the was that the Raiders Stadium? 
It was it was at the MGM. Okay, never mind. Never yeah, mind, yeah. Mind, yeah. And it was like performances by like Billie Eilish and Justin Bieber and it, it was just like really good to see people. Yeah, yeah again, of course. And feel that energy that yeah. you know I feel like I've been missing for the past couple of years. Mm. Um, I'm also moving to New York and Miami. I'm going to split my time this year, so I'm like there's a lot going on and I couldn't be more excited. Man. That's a lot. Yeah, 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 I'm pumped. <laughs> you know, um I am really excited about talking to you today because as we've launched the standard, one of the desires has been to help men take their lives up a notch because we realize that we have a great community of guys who for years we've been talking to them and they've and they we've been helping them with the basics. The ABCs, the one, two, threes, and now some guys want mathematics. You know, <laughs> some guys are done with the coloring books. You yeah. know, they want to actually, you know, learn about deeper things. And one of the things that I talked to you, we were talking about previously, is how though you're extremely successful in many areas of life, there's still a desire for more. But we've learned that in order to make more, you can't work harder. And you got to work smarter because I think a lot of people will look at what you do and unfortunately not understand how many hours are put into making the machine, the machine yeah. without cost of work. Yeah. And so to me, I'm curious to what has been your thought process on being a guy who's obviously crushing it, you know, seven, eight figures guy who now wants to take it up a notch but now realizing, bro, I have to work smarter, but not harder. I love that. Um, you know, I think you guys are working super hard too. <laughs> it sounds like from the conversation that we had earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, after a while, um, you get to a point where you can't wake up earlier, go to bed later. Mm -hmm. You can't really post more YouTube videos. I'm only one person. I do have a team that helps me out. But at the end of the day, you do have to work smarter because otherwise you're just going to run yourself to the ground. And... Um, I feel like that's another thing that I'm excited about for this year. The past two years, I've run myself to the ground. Mm. Like I have, I'm overworked. I was tired, you know, and I didn't know how to expand my business with the knowledge that I had at the time. And now I feel like I've done enough research and talked to a, a lot of people who are in the same kind of spot. And now I have a fully full understanding of how to scale my business mm. with outside help, by the way. Yeah, it's yeah. not about me just waking up earlier and doing all these things. It's, it's not. Mm. You know, what happens is like a lot of people think that influencers just turn on the camera, have a little chat or <laughs> do a little dance on TikTok yeah. and and that's it. Yeah. And they make so much money yeah. and they're famous. But that's not the case. Mm. You know, it's it's a full blown business and there's so much that goes on behind the, 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 the scenes. Our jobs is to make it look like it's fun and easy and yeah. entertaining, uh, educational. But at the end of the day, there's, it's pretty stressful. It's pretty yeah. stressful. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm humbled and blessed by my job. I absolutely yeah. love it, but it's a job. Yeah. It's a job. No, that's so good because you have skincare company that you yeah. recently launched, clothing company recently launched, um, Forte, which you've launched in the past. Then you have YouTube and then the social media company. Yeah. And so the first thing I'm just like, man, like you guys, you, you, Jose, Aaron, all the guys, I'm like, man, you guys are handling massive companies and juggling multiple of them. A lot of people, it's kind of like the kid in high school 
who all he did was go to school and come home yeah. versus a kid in high school who played football, basketball, <laughs> track, had piano, you know what I mean? Yeah. Had all these things. And so it, it seems as though like the pacing of doing that, you can only one man ban that for so long until you then need to um, acquire additional people to support you on that process. Yeah, so when I worked at Google, you know, I would work until 6, sometimes 7 p.m., come home, and I would have another life. I would have to shoot YouTube videos, edit them myself, create the thumbnail. I mean, you know how much work goes into mm -hmm. it. And I would have to do everything myself. I was a Swiss Army knife, mm -hmm. a one-man band. I had to do it all. And at some point, after many sleepless nights, mm -hmm. and I was like, all right, I got to spend a couple hundred bucks at least on an editor. Yeah. And... You know, it was hard to give them that creative control of, of my video, right? Because now all of a sudden they're inputting their own vision, their own style. And it was actually life changing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was so much better because, first of all, they're better editors than I am. You know, I have other things to worry about. I'm not evolving that craft anymore. They are learning new things, new you know, graphics pop-ups or whatever, you know, make new ways of um, doing the color correction, making it look better. So they actually made my videos look a lot better, mm -hmm. all for a few hundred bucks here and there. And for me, that was the best investment I could have made because it made me not go crazy, yeah. first of all, because I was getting some sleep <laughs> and it made my videos better. So yeah. I was like, wow, you know what? This is amazing. Like yeah. one plus one isn't always two. Yeah. This was like one plus one equals 10. I was like, yeah, I got yeah, yeah. so much out of it, yeah. you know? out of getting one person. Um, and I continued to do that through through my career after I went full time and started doing everything outside of Google. I wasn't working there anymore starting uh, 2018 and started to hire more and more people, you know, another editor, another videographer. Uh, now I have a whole team just for my vertical videos because it's such a big popular thing on social media, TikTok yeah, 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 and yeah, Reels yeah. and YouTube Shorts. Um, are you guys doing YouTube Shorts? Not as much. Start doing YouTube shows. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's actually really good. Okay. Um, I have a new a whole new channel just for shorts now. Oh wow! And I also post once in a while on my most, main channel most shorts. Exactly. And um, appreciate that. They have a a way of going viral more mm. than normal videos for whatever reason. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and then I, you know, and then you have your other team. Like I have an accountant, an attorney, like a CFO, and and then I have my business partner, Brian, who takes care of the three brands with me, Atos, Forte, and Apricus. And mm. he's a beast, he's a machine. He works extremely hard. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good, man. I think, I think to me, the business partners and working together is really the, 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 the light that kind of went off in my head. Because I think so much of content and so much of media today is about this self-made man. This man who's in isolation, who can make all this money, you can be this perfect biz owner by himself. But then you kind of realize that those stories are actually like fables. Yeah. They're myths because, guys, we need one another. You and can only, I mean, you can go far, but you can only go so far. Yeah. You know, why, why would you limit yourself, right? When you're thinking about where you want to be 5, 10, 20 years from now, you're probably thinking big, mm -hmm. right? And for you to achieve that, you're not going to do it on your own, man. You're really not. Yeah. And you shouldn't even try at that point because you're going to work yourself to the ground mm -hmm. and you're not going to achieve your goals. Um, I don't know if this was in the last one or not, but um, the I read a book recently called Who Not How mm. and it was so, so helpful. It talks about if you want to achieve something, don't think, how can I achieve that goal? 
who can I tap into yeah. to achieve that goal? That's because so good. at the end of the day, like I have my skill sets and I'm really bad at, at a lot of things and I need to find people t- to fill in that gap. That's what I need. So finding the right person who's going to bring in the skill set that's going to elevate the business. That's the way to go. No. And, and, and man, it, it really opened my eyes to one of my biggest mistakes, weaknesses, and that's delegation. And I think to really create true, lasting, successful businesses, you're going to need to delegate responsibilities. And I think a lot of men are not understanding that and not really tapping into the importance of networking and connecting with like-minded guys. I had this one guy, he's uh, in the standard, he got a really big contract and now he has to like hire like four employees. And he's like, how do I do that? Like, like how do you employ? We've, like, these are things no one ever teaches people. Like, no one ever knows how do you hire employees. No one ever knows okay, what to look for in a business partner. All we know is you work hard and you make money. But like you said, there is a financial cap that one man ban and you reach it. And unless you learn how to network and bring like-minded men alongside you, you're just going to work yourself to the ground. And I think that's something that I know for a fact last year, I did that. Last year I was like, you know what, I'm gonna earn this much money, but I'm a but I'm gonna work the same way I worked my way to whatever, you know, money the first time I'm gonna work my way to double it. And then you get yeah, to yeah. The, you get to that part where you're like, ah. but, but that's what people think. That's yeah. what I thought too. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. quit my job at Google, I went full time, you know, doing YouTube videos and mm. Instagram. And then my income just like doubled and doubled again. Yeah. And, now, and then it stopped. Like it was like just kind of like leveled out. I'm like, wait. I can't do more videos because that's what I was doing, right? Well, if I can make this much doing this many videos, I'll do more videos, I'll post more, you know, I'll create more content, blah, blah, blah. There's only so much you can do, mm-hmm. right? You get to a point where you're capped out and you like need to look elsewhere. So, I mean, you, I think we're pretty similar. You're a builder, mm-hmm. you know, you are building. You're, yeah. Every day you're just stacking your pieces. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. you got the standard, you got your channel, you got your Patreon, like you're looking outside of just creating content. Yeah. And that's amazing. And you have your in-person events. Right. And I can tell you by next year, when we talk again, <laughs> you're going to be like, I got this new thing. That's <laughs> just yeah, who yeah, we yeah. are. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. for you to do all of that, yeah. you're not going to do it by yourself. Yeah. You, it, it, you cannot do it by yourself mm. and you, you shouldn't even try. Yeah. You should really hire good people. Um, one tip that I would say is it, because I used to be like a cheapie. I'd be like, oh, I'll just hire, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like someone's it was affordable because yeah. I don't want to put too much money into this. But then you, that's all you get. You get a beginner, you have to teach that person, and you're not really elevating your business that way. Mm. Honestly, I would say hire really good people who are going to bring in their new, that new skill set to your business mm. because that's gonna completely change your business. Mm. Yeah. I wanna, I wanna put a pin on that point right there, and I wanna talk to you about something. So right now, there's probably hundreds of guys that look at what you do and they're like, I wanna be Alex. They see the amazing social media as you being one of the top influencers in the world, amazing YouTube channel, beautiful girlfriend, amazing homes. Just everything about you is what these guys value and want to be in life. When you talk to these guys in your coaching, when, you, when, they, when they approach you in the street and you're hearing about their stories, 
in your personal opinion, what do you think is the biggest thing that's preventing them from getting from where they need to be? To, uh, for, sorry, from, from getting to where they are now to where they need to be? Um, we were talking about this earlier. I love this question. You know, So basically, what I see happening the most is a lot of guys know where they want to be, mm-hmm. but it's really far, right? Oh, I want a million followers. I want a million dollars in my bank account. And it just seems so foreign to them, mm. so, so far. And it's daunting. It's a little scary, right? And it seems like it's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. So you got to just take that first step because with that first step, you're closer to it. With mm-hmm. the second step, you're a little closer and you just got to keep going. What I see the most is that people know exactly what they need to do. <laughs> Guys message me, hey, what's your workout routine? What do you eat? I'm like, dude, you know exactly what you need to do to be fit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know yeah. exactly what you need mm. to do. Ask anyone, what do you need to do to be fit? Eat healthy and work out. Yeah. Boom. You know, like it's as simple as that, yeah. right? But they don't want to do it because mm. they don't want to take action. What do you need to do to grow on social media? You need to be consistent, you need to have discipline, and you need to post quality content. Like everyone knows that. It's not news. Maybe five, six years ago, people didn't know, but now you know what you need to do. So these guys, they just need to start with the actions Mm. to get there. That's really all it takes. And I feel a lot of guys are scared of taking that first step. Why are they scared? I don't know. You know, I, I think they think that it's gonna be a waste of time one and actually i think this number two is a big one they might take the first step and not see much of a difference and stop Mm. that's what happens when they start a new youtube channel for example right Mm. social media you don't see any views for for months yeah dude i was posting videos to no one yeah i just spent hours shooting videos and like 23 views i'm like that was like 16 of them were mine Mm, um and then you give up yeah right so giving up early is is a big one and then also just being scared of something new something different and another big one that I just thought of is uh, judgment, man. There's mm. so much judgment. You know, if you post a uh, photo, let's say you want to be a fashion guy, right? Just to keep it simple. You post a fashion photo, people are going to be like, why are you doing that? Yeah. What are you, an influencer now? Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. And, and he, he, they just like stomp you down. Mm-hmm. That happened to me. You know, I had people being like, well, why are you posting fashion content? You're a man. Yeah. This was like, you know, five, six years ago. And yeah. It wasn't cool to, to dress well. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, I want to teach guys how to how to dress and just post cool content. Why not? Yeah. Why do I post any less? Yeah. And man, I had to really fight some people like oh, wow. family members yeah. were like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, why are you posting on YouTube? Who yeah. do you think you are? Mm. Um, so you're going to get that. I thought about something the other day and this might this is not relevant and initially, but it's going to be, <laughs> but when you're 22 years old, you're able to do things that it's very hard to do at 32. Like I didn't give you an example. When you're 22 and you graduate college and let's say you get a job and you get fired and you have to move back home. It's, 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 it's hard, but you can move back home at 22. Yeah. Yeah. When you're 32, <laughs> it's a different story. And you got to move back home. Now it's a whole different beast. You know, if you're 22 and you need some more um, money, you can work at DoorDash, Uber Eats, Lyft. You can you can work there mm-hmm. and get more money to bring in more revenue. Yeah. When you get 32, it's like, damn, I want my friends see me pull up yeah. to their house. So 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 it becomes harder. And, and what limits people for whatever it is, is that judgment of others. Yeah. 
you know it's it's really it's hurtful <laughs> because when you're listening to you know your your parents or somebody who you deeply care about their opinions right and they say you shouldn't be doing that why are you doing that mm-hmm. right and um for example, my mom is such a loving mom. She's incredible. Like, it's, I have the best mom. And I know that most people say that. Mm. But honestly, she's been so supportive of everything that I've done. And yeah. she moved to, the, to a new country for me. You know, like, she had to work incredibly hard to get our family to where our family is today. Mm-hmm. So I'm very thankful for her. I got this job at Google, paying really well. I could easily have stayed and retired there. And I decided to do YouTube videos instead. What do you think was her reaction? Yeah. She's like, what are yeah. you doing? <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, like, yeah, well, yeah. you crazy? Yeah, 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 You've yeah. got it. Hand it to you on a platter. Like, yeah. keep, you know, stay there. But I didn't let that affect me. But most people probably would. I mean, mm-hmm. it did affect me a little bit. I was like, man, am I doing the right thing? It actually make, made me work harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm good with that because I feel like whenever there's pressure, I work even harder. Mm-hmm. Most people crumble. Mm. You know, so that there's a difference there on your personality or the way that I that she raised me or whatever. I I just I needed to prove to my mom that it was gonna be fine. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, and 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 I I think that's the thing that makes it harder for men, and which is why it's important to take care of your responsibilities today, mm-hmm. because it's hard to say at. 45 i'm gonna quit my job and be an actor yeah that's that's i read something the other day that kind of freaks me out a little bit but also it's it's true and this is a uh, something that i have against our our, our boy gary v he's, he's really good and he's motivational inspiration yeah, he's very yeah. smart and yeah. business driven and uh, i love that guy but he also says you have so much time mm. you have so much time you know you're only 30 you got plenty of time Kind of, mm-hmm. you know, kind of. Yeah. I saw that most, uh, the average, you know, age of death for men is 74. Yeah. And I'm like, a middle-aged man is 37. Yeah. Right? By that standard. Which means when you're 37, like you're middle-aged, dude, like you probably should have your stuff figured yeah. out. You know, so it, it, I'm 33. <laughs> so that spoke to me. I was like, damn, I got like, I'm almost middle-aged. Like this is, it, you know, you never know. You could go at 60. You go at 90 but statistically statistically speaking you're not gonna make it to 100 yeah and that really spoke to me i'm like i don't really have that much time i gotta really continue to build and speed it up um so yeah you're right when you're 30 moving back home it it just it's not it's not there's no pleasure there you know this is an interesting pivot to the conversation but i absolutely love it i love any pushback Cowboy Gary. <laughs> but no, I think I think you made a great point because I'm even guilty of doing that as well. And it's kind of like it's a reaction to it's a reaction to the old sentiment of if you haven't done this by 20, you're a failure. Yeah. So yeah. for so many men, they look at they they're not Alex at 30. Now they're a failure. You know, right. and so that perspective is needed for that guy to understand that, bro. First, don't compare yourself to Alex. <laughs> first and foremost, comparison is just yeah, of joy. Tough. But second of all, realize that everyone's journey is different. Yeah, I I think the uh, the, the the character from Breaking Bad. 
didn't really become like a superstar actor until later on. You know, he was in Malcolm in the Middle. And there's and, so many stories like that. Yeah. You know, of actors and musicians that have their breakout songs or performances at 50. Yeah. Right. But they've been grinding for a long time. 100%. Been grinding for a long, 100%. long time. I mean, even myself, you know, I'm not an actor, a musician, not that level. But when I was, when I was grinding on YouTube for the longest time, people just look at me and be like, why are you doing those videos? They're getting a thousand views or whatever for two, three years yeah. until it finally started to pick up. Yeah. You know, it, it takes a long time. I'm, I'm not saying you, sh you need to be successful by the time you're 30 because yeah. you're almost middle age, but you need to be on your way. Like you need to get started. And that's exactly you the know? point I thought about was when it comes to the results or the gold for grinding, that's up to God. You might yeah. grind for five years to get Yep. Super popular, you know, guys, one video blows up. Like everybody's journey is different, 15, 25. But in regards to beginning the grind, and that's the thing where we have to be honest with some people, where as a young man, prevention is better than the cure. So it's very easy to prevent a lot of problems than to cure them later on in life. And so if you're a guy right now, going back to the application point, the best time to start is today. Because for so many men, if you're trying to start, and, and I meet them all the time, they're like in their 40s just starting. And in complete honesty, like, like Alex said, like you've, you've missed a lot. Yeah. And, and, this, and that's not the ideal place to be just because of the percentages that you are past a halfway point for a lot of individuals. It's a tough one, but even me, like at 33, you know, I feel like uh, I'm doing okay, right? And okay. I, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you know how it is. You yeah, always, course, always want to grow more. Of I feel course. I have bigger goals. You know, right. I'm not, I'm not even there. I'm not yeah. even close to where I want to be, right? Yeah. So I feel like I'm doing okay. I want a lot more, uh, and not in a selfish way. I'm just yeah, a builder. Course. Yeah. <laughs> and so for me, I look at these, you know, influencers now coming into the business at 18, 19, making millions, and yeah. I compare myself to them, and mm. I'm like, damn, if I could just start it earlier, if I yeah. could just, you know, if TikTok was it back then. Yeah. But you can't, you can't do that, right? Mm. All you can do is all you can do today, mm. and starting today is the, is like you said, it's the biggest piece. Because when I started working at, when I was 18, 19, I was working at Subway, working at Domino's Pizza, I, I became an EMT, and then I worked at Best Buy, I, I worked at like Hollister and Finish Line. I, I worked at all those jobs, just trying to get a taste of everything, yeah. just trying to, first of all, make a little bit of money, and also understand what I like, what I don't like, what I want to be when, I, when I'm older. Mm -hmm. But that was my start. Today, I feel like people have so many more options because yeah. of the wide reach of internet and social media and all of that and digital businesses, they can start now from their homes. Like there's so much to do. So, you know, they, they have that on me when I was 18 and 19. So why not start now, man? Just try getting a taste of everything, experiencing everything and see where you end up. You don't have yeah. to know exactly where you're going, but just go forward. Yeah. You might take a, a lateral step here and there, but if you're going forward and trying to understand where you want to be, that's better than just letting the wind yeah. take you anywhere. So I have an interesting question. I'm curious your thoughts on it. I've been thinking about it for a long time. We talked about comparison. Yeah. And comparison to me is good and bad, right? So let's talk about the good sides of comparison. Let's say you're a parent and you're teaching your kid how to read. You 
in a healthy way want to, want to compare them to other kids to know if they're behind or if they're on track. Because if they're behind, then you can give them additional support and resources so that you're aware. Or if you feel like they're behind, you find out actually your kid's three years old, he's already reading books. He's not behind, he's right on track. It gives you healthy perspective. Yeah. So there's, there's a good part of comparison that as a man, you do need to look at your peers. And respectfully, if you are 35 and you still can't pay your whole, all your bills, you might be looking at yourself and be like, hey, I need to get my stuff together. But then there's an unhealthy part of comparison, which we love social media because of, it made us very successful in life. So I'm on team social media, but social media does have negative effects. And one of those things is that you see that 19 year old kid, though Alex is 33 with a beautiful home and beautiful girl, and everything is great. And that 19 year old kid wants to be you. You still see that 19 year old <laughs> kid with a million dollars on TikTok. Yeah. Like what the freak? Why the heck does he How have does that? that yeah, yeah, you exactly. know? So there's still that comparison that makes you feel like, dang, if he's 19, he's making multi-million. What am I doing at 33? And then you think, by the time he's 33, yeah. <laughs> he's going to be making way more than that. He's going to have a bigger house. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, who knows if he's happy or not, of too. Course, you know? like, of you, course. You just never know. You yeah. never know. So the thing that I realize in today's world is everybody wants to be Alex. Everybody wants to be entrepreneur. Everybody wants to mm -hmm. be a one percenter. Yeah. But what I realize is that Everybody's not built for that life. Definitely not. And I think sometimes the messaging in today's society of you can be whoever you want to be, which is true to an extent, cripples everyone's mind to, that everyone believes I need a house like this in L.A. I need a million followers on Instagram. I need five million followers on YouTube. I need two million on TikTok. I need a million in the bank. Yeah. Everybody thinks that's what they need. Yeah. So for the guy right now, because I think almost every guy watching this video absolutely believes that's what he needs. What are some of the things, in your opinion, that separates the guys who you're going to keep on grinding and you're going to get there one day versus the guys where you probably need to have different standards for life? It's a great question. Yeah, I think nowadays we're just getting served. It's social media, so you know it, it spans worldwide and you just see things that you wouldn't be able to see five, ten years ago mm -hmm. because of social media. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm scrolling on TikTok and I see so many random things, but like beautiful things and so many talented people. I'm like, wow, this person, I would have never found this person if it wasn't for TikTok. Mm -hmm. This is incredible. And then I look, they got 5 million followers. I'm like, wow, yeah. that's incredible. So I am also on, on team social media, but it does have the negative, uh, you know, side effects as well. For example, you only see most of the time the good things. The highlights. Right? What kind of cars pop up on social media? It's not you know, the little Prius or the Toyota Corolla. Yeah. It's the Ferraris, it's the Lambos. That's the car that you're seeing on social media. Yeah. Maybe like an M3. That's like, you know, the entry <laughs> level for like, damn, that's a sick car on social yeah. media. And yeah. it's so true. Yeah. You only see the hottest girls, you only see the most ripped dudes, the biggest houses, you know, it's like private jets. So you think that that's the goal. Like you're like, that's what I need to do to mm. be successful. I need a private jet. I'm like, dude, I'm so far away from a private yeah. I've been grinding my whole life. So, you know, it's, it's really hard. Yeah. But that's what they think. 
I think what they need to understand is that it's okay to have a little bit of structure in your life and work a nine to five. I think nine to fives, they get thrown around like they're really horrible nowadays. And that's not true at all. Some people just really want to have a structured life where they go to work nine to five. They don't have to put in like incredible brain power into it. It's like, it's a job. They like what they do, what they do. They come home, they have their beautiful family. You know, their kids are just coming back from school at 3 p.m. So they, they're there for a couple hours or they get to have dinner with their dads. That's not bad at all. Mm -hmm. I don't work nine to five. I work seven to seven. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like it, it, I work a lot. And a lot of people don't want, they think they want that. They might want the car. They might want the house. But they don't want the seven to seven life, dude. Yeah. You know, and sometimes I even question myself. I'm like, <laughs> am I doing this? Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. for a second, I'm like, oh, no, I, I know. I know what I want. Let's, yeah. let's keep it going. Yeah. But it's, it's really not that easy. And it's not it's not for everyone. And that yeah. is completely fine. Yeah. That's completely fine. I don't like when people trash talk nine to fives. I don't like when people trash talk. Um, you know, working for other people. Oh, you're just building someone else's dream. You're yeah, just, yeah, it's yeah. like, it's, it's okay. You're, are you getting paid well? Are you happy? Yeah. Good. No, I agree with you. I think, I think to me, that's something that as we're doing the standard, we, we don't want to create this elitist culture where here's the guys here who are happy and here's the guys down here who are losers. Yeah. No. There's happy guys who make nine figures. There's happy guys who make five. There's miserable guys who make a billion dollars. There's miserable guys who make $5,000, right? But it's creating a place where each guy can feel content with saying, okay, this is me. I'm not the $2 million a year guy who works from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. I'm maybe the $78,000 a year guy in Toledo, Ohio, who works from nine to five, comes yep. home to my family. And I, and I, but I think the hardest part, like you said, is that so many men feel like they're lesser of a man because they don't have the best car or the most ripped body or the hottest girl or the most money. What would you say to individuals like that who feel like, I'm, I'm not good enough or I haven't reached my full potential because I'm only living, I'm not living a 1% life. I think that happiness is something that you, you can certainly control for the most part, unless you have something going on in your life that's bad, you know, of course things happen. But if you have a normal life, if you're making good money and you have a nice little place, you're making 70, 80K, you know, I remember uh, when I was about 23, I read an article that said, if you make 75 grand a year, that's when you're the happiest. Mm -hmm. And at the time I was making like 50 something. And I was like, I put a big 75 on my yeah. 75. Right? Yeah. And I would look at it every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I got a job and I was making about 80. Yes, <laughs> you know, I made it, I'm, I'm good. And yeah. I, was, I was no happier. I was no happier. Why? I, cause I wanted more, first of all, cause I didn't really love the job. Um, and because I just felt like I, I couldn't provide the type of life that I wanted to provide to my family later in life at that level, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the other day I wrote down my, my dream, like life, what it looks like, because I feel like it always gets kind of readjusted. And let me tell you, 75 would not cut that, <laughs> that dream life, man. Listen, 75 <laughs> doesn't mean pay the rent. <laughs> you know? So, and it's not being greedy. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just like that's that's what i want and, yeah. and that and i know the work that it takes for me to get there mm. um what i would say is 
you know, just under, just be happy. Just control your own emotions and don't let other things control your emotions. Like if you see something on social media, like, you know, a guy with ripped abs, don't feel bad for you, for your dad bod. Mm -hmm. Like, oh man, I suck. It's the mentality that's going to crush you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not your, your little gut, your yeah. dad bod that's going to crush you. It's, the, it's how you feel about it. Yeah. So you just have to change the way that you think about it. Of course, you want to be healthy. Yeah. Of course, you want to have a girl that you absolutely love and that who's going to be your partner for life. But it doesn't mean that she has to be an IG model. And as a matter of fact, I probably would say she shouldn't be. An IG model. <laughs> you know, yeah. most of them. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I would say control your happiness. Understand that you can actually change the way that you feel and you can be satisfied just on your own, just in your head. So so I, I love all that. I'm still wondering for that guy who's making 80 is not happy. How does he know that he's not you mm -hmm. and he's really supposed to work harder and do make some more moves to earn yeah, more? Yeah. Or does he learn that he's not that kind of guy and he needs to be happy with what god has given him today how yeah. does he know which team he's on this is what i think i think i am unhappy when i'm not working mm -hmm. and that's how i know mm. it's for me it's not really about this the amount good. of money it's yeah. just like i like working yeah you know and i realized that because when I'm not working, I feel weird, man. I'm like, what do I do with my wow, hands? I'm like, what do I, I'm, I'm, and the reality is I'm still working in my head. Yeah. Like every time I'm sitting down to watch something or, or on a plane or on a beach, I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm building in my head. I'm like, oh, I come up with great ideas. And I'm like, I got to do this right now. Right. So if that's the kind of person that you are, you're probably prime to continue to grow and keep it going because yeah. that's what you do. Yeah. But if you just want a vacation and if you just want some time off, <laughs> this is good. dude, enjoy the vacation. Yeah. You're happy doing that. I'm just not. Yeah. So I'm going to go on vacation. I'm going to be miserable after a few days. You know, like I'll, I'll turn off. I'll enjoy. It's great. But after a while, I got to get back to it because that's just what I do. Mm, no, this yeah. is that's so good because I think when you were saying that, I was like, bro, I wish I could have had a pencil to write this down <laughs> because that's just a good point. What I realized about the guys who are the most high achieving is that they don't work, they, they exist. Yeah. And as existing, they're creating. Right. And high-achieving guys, they're constantly in a space where their brains don't, their brain's default is work more. Mm. Because work more is like an eagle flying more. Or yeah. shark swimming more. It's just who they are. But then there's some guys who actually hate working. Yep. Who if you told them today, oh, this is a great question. If you told them today, I will give you this is a great question. I will give you ten million dollars. That's too little. Twenty million dollars. But you can never work again a day in your life. Would you take that money? No. Joe. <laughs> No, no. Uh, my plan is to make way more than 20 million working <laughs> and, and enjoying the work yeah. because that's what I do. Yeah. And it, like I said, it's not really about the money. Yeah. Like, I, what do I, my, a better car, a yeah. better, a bigger house? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know, man. It's yeah. just, that's not it for me. Yeah. For me, it's about building. I love solving problems. I love waking up and be like, what can I do today to like 
to get my products to be better. Yeah. How, I know, and then sometimes I'm like, all right, Forte, for example, it's a, it's an established brand if we've had it for over two years, right? So the products now are at a level where I'm like, these are incredible hair products. Mm -hmm. But how do I get people to find it? Mm -hmm. That's the problem, right? Yeah. It's like, because once you try it, you're like, damn, I love that. Yeah. I love that type of problem. Yeah. I'm like, let me solve that. That's exciting to me. I get goosebumps thinking about yeah. it. But a lot of guys are like, I'll take the 20 million. Yeah. I'm off, dude. Yeah. And that's good for you. <laughs> I wish I could. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 that yeah. sounds great. Yeah, no, because what you just described to me is what um, you can ask my, my, my wife about it. I, I, I call it the solving the the ever-changing Rubik's Cube. Yeah. And I said, life is like a Rubik's Cube that changes with you. So literally, you know, Rubik's Cube is stationary where it's like, once you solve it, you solve it. No, it's like, as you're shifting, now it's even shifting. So it's this never-ending problem. And some people love that Rubik's Cube. Some people love playing, but some people, they just want it to be solved and put it on the shelf and never deal with it ever again. Yeah. And I realized that the guys who are the hungriest are the guys who are addicted to that Rubik's Cube. Yep. They're addicted to new problems, new obstacles, new challenges, new visions, new, new purposes, new mission. But the guys who just want the stuff, you know, it's kind of like that athlete who the moment he gets that big payday, he stops working out. Right. He stops practicing hard. That was his goal. Because that was his goal. It. Yeah. Yeah, no, for me, I, I love new problems. I love adding things to my schedule that I'm like, what am I doing, dude? I got no more time, yeah. but let me squeeze in a little <laughs> something else. Let's create a new business. Let's come up with new ways to engage my audience. And, uh, you know, it's, it definitely is stressful. Don't get me wrong, but it's just what I do. And yeah. I, I absolutely love it. Yeah. And with 20 mil... Uh, and nothing to do. I, honestly, I, I don't know what I would do yeah. if I wasn't working. I don't. I don't enjoy like sitting at the beach. I don't. <laughs> I like sport, but like, how much can you? Play, how much tennis can you play? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what I would do. Yeah. I would feel completely lost. Mm. Yeah. No, that's 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 an amazing point. I think I think that's really the, the, the telltale sign for those guys. Another thing that I'm I, I, I'm really excited about you being here to talk to you about is that. I feel as though there is a big, and we've talked about this previously, but I want to get into a little bit more depth with it. I think there's a really big misunderstanding today with guys when they really equate success to more women. And when they equate success to more women, what I've noticed from those guys who are these eternal bachelor types they don't realize it's like having another company and you're having another company with hundreds of more employees that you're having to manage <laughs> and the brain power and the stresses of it. And then I look at it, I'm like, you're managing more employees. You can, uh, yes, spin it the other way yeah, to tighten it. You're just like me, man. You see something, <laughs> you're trying to fix, it, fix yeah. it. Yeah. You're like, you you get you 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 have more employees on your dating company than you have in your personal company that you're managing and using the brain power and yes. energy to manage. And and I just feel like men are not realizing that's not the win. That's not the win because you're taking away from the very purpose. I remember there was this one guy you know, you know, he's doing decent, probably earning like 110, like a lawyer doing well. And he told me he had like six girlfriends. 
What? And he was just making it and be like, yeah, man, I got this girl. I got my Monday, my Tuesday, my Wednesday, my Thursday. My... I'm just like, how do you have how time, do you have for, time for that? Like, how do you have time That's for a that? Lot of, a lot of drama. Too. Yeah, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I think like, so, like men have it confused where they feel like that's the litmus test of success yeah. more when I'm like, in actuality, that's probably the worst thing you're doing with your time is investing it in so many different women, especially women that you don't see anything long for and it's taken away from your purpose. Well, that's the problem, right? Because they think that they're just having fun and they're young and he's making good money, yeah. right? And that's okay for a little while. Mm. But what's the what's the end goal here this for for these ladies, right? Like where where is this going? Because you're spending all of this time on six different women and it's not going anywhere. Yeah. It's a waste of time. Yeah. Right? When you could invest your time into one great relationship and build it up. Yeah. And what he's doing, he's just stacking his pieces like this yeah. instead of just stacking mm. it like that, right? Yeah. So, I think it's incredibly important that you have your fun whatever get it out of your system when you're young if that's what you want but then man it's it's time to build a great relationship yeah. you know and i'm so blessed with with robbie like she's been so amazing i had my fun back in the day <laughs> i was on all the you know tinder and bumble and yeah. uh, raya and all of those yeah. and i was just like swiping between apps and like it, it was so time consuming that's what it is I, man. you would check messages every you know, every 30 minutes, you're like, oh, no message. Let me see what's going on. And it's yeah. like different girls. For what? Yeah. I don't remember any of their names. Like, it <laughs> doesn't matter. You know, yeah, it, yeah, it's, yeah. it does not matter. It was like I was spending all this time doing nothing. Mm. It was a waste of time. Yeah. And I think everyone needs to have fun in a little while. But at the end of the day, building a good relationship is, is that's the end goal. Yeah. No. And I, and I, and I, and I love that point because I think the, the problem is that guys think, okay, when I get to this age and I get all this success, then I'm going to double down. You know, I'm going to get wider, you know what I mean, instead of deeper. And and you see, in my opinion, that's what keeps the guys on level one. Let's yeah. say level one is like $100,000 a year. Level two, let's just, for the sake of this conversation, let's say level two is 500. Level three is um, a million. Level yeah. four is 100, you know, um, no, 10 million. Level five is 100 million. What a lot of guys don't realize is most guys who do well don't become great because all their energy is being diverted into all these different women and the managerial process. Like I said, I'm like, it's a managerial process of now having to deal with these different personalities and jealousy and who wants time and mixing up birthdays and names. That and sounds like a nightmare, man. Like, they, it just sounds horrible. Yeah. Like, how long can you keep that up for? Yeah. And, and in, at the end of the day, like, how long is that going to be fun for? Because you're, you're splitting your time and your energy into so many different, you know, women, so, so much uh, different personalities. Uh, you're going to dinners. You're going to clubs. You're going to all these different activities. Yeah. For what? Yeah. For what? Yeah. Like at the end of the day, what's the end goal? A hundred women, two hundred women, yeah. a thousand. But the, and then what? Let's yeah. say okay, you you got your your hundred you know body count <laughs> over there. Congrats. <laughs> now what? Yeah. You know, hundred and one. Yeah. Right, like yeah. What what what's the longevity in, uh, in this? A hundred percent. There's no goal yeah that you're trying to reach and for me it's always been you know finding a good woman who is going to be my partner in crime for everything that i do 
and who's also going to like set me straight once in a while and just be like, all right, you need to, you, you've been doing this too much. You got to do that. You need a partner who's going to help you out. Mm. Not somebody who's going to just drain you the whole time. And that's what it is. No, that's a good point. And going, and, and, and that's when I realized that, you know, there's, there's a reason why a lot of these successful men, you know, always go back to, because you, whether they get married or not, they always go back to a woman. Mm-hmm. They always go back to a woman. Because I think all successful men realize that you need, in regards to that sexual, feminine energy, female company, you need that to be headache-free. And the more you deal with so many different people, the more headaches you experience. But the more you've been building with someone that you know, that you trust, that respects you, like now all of a sudden, that becomes a non-factor. You're not worrying about having sex. You're always satisfied. You're not worried about female company. You always have an amazing woman beside you. You're not that that part of your brain. Because my friend, he um, he's a lawyer in New York City. He he made a a great point. He said, so much of men's brain power is literally focused and wasted. Like if yep. it's a CPU, forty five percent of the of the memory space is being for the women. And if you are a guy. Imagine if you never had that problem. Imagine you have a, a great woman who supports you, come alongside you, no headache, no liability, no juggling, no getting confusion, and that that is gone. And now all that energy and effort can be put into your business, your yeah. spiritual health, your emotional health, your physical fitness, your style. Imagine the levels that you can take your life to without that worry being there on the back of your mind. You mentioned that review. Rubik's Cube, and that's what it is, but with all these women, right? He's got six women. He's trying to figure out the scheduling and how to work that out when he could be really just dating one person and building that relationship and then solving the problems within his business, Mm -hmm. within his, you know, mental health or whatever it is that he wants to work on himself, his skill set. I think I love solving problems for business. <laughs> and I'm home yeah. chilling, you know, with Robbie. Like, we, we want peace. Mm-hmm. We have a busy lifestyle. We have a lot of problems to solve. But within our relationship, we want peace. We want calm. We want happiness. We want fulfillment. We don't really want to be solving problems, like, w- within the relationship. We don't, we don't really have that much because we, we're building together. Mm-hmm. And uh, so if you're coming home to, to a... To a bomb, you know, to more problems. I think that's that's a bad relationship. And if you're coming home to six different bombs, I don't know how you're doing that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's insane. Yeah, no, wild, no. And 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 I think that's that's the thing that I I I love seeing your relationship. I love I love seeing people that I know personally, not some freaking social media influencers that when you see years later, and we won't say any names, (laughs) you know, years later, I would really get down. I'm not talking about that, but you need these healthy role models. And, and and that's that's something that I think the conversation with men needs needs to shift because I believe like there was there's such this initially when you're young and you and you and you are insecure and you've been rejected and you don't have you know validation there's an obsession with finding as many people to give it. Yeah, And you believe the more money I get, the more cars I get, the more homes I get, the more like you're doing all these things to get validated. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. you're driven by it. So you're driven to get more and, and, and you do get more. But eventually it becomes like diminishing returns 
where the more you're driven to get more stuff, it can help you make a hundred thousand, but it's not going to get you to a million. No, it's not going to get you to where you're having a long lasting legacy. And I, and I really think that we need to pull the curtain back and show how for a lot of these people's lives, this is what's hindering them and not really investing in, and valuing the things that really matter. And even at the, Everything they do, you know, a lot of these guys, I'm not saying all of them, but a lot of these guys, everything they do is to look good for women. Yeah. You know, and, and we get a lot of those questions. I'm sure, I'm sure you of do too. I do. mean, it's like, you know, I really like this girl. Do I need to make more money to get her? Do I need to wear a certain thing? Do I need to get a certain car? Mm -hmm. And only do that for yourself, man. Yeah. And then, you know, the rest will follow. That's, mm. that's really what it's all about. Uh, Robbie gets some really nice messages. She, she got one last week from this girl who follows her. And she's like, it's so nice that you post your boyfriend all the time. And that you guys show like a healthy relationship because it's interesting. A lot of these uh, girls on social media don't show their, their boyfriends. Mm -hmm. You know, they have boyfriends for like years and ne they never show them yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. And because they know that that's their audience is just thirsty guys. Mm. And these guys are just, oh, my God, I want to marry you. I love they don't even know that she has. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So we try to really show that, no, you can have a, a healthy relationship. You can be business minded. You can have a healthy relationship. You can work together, live together, and it works out well. And man, I love the fact that I can come to Robbie and ask anything business related. And she helped me out content related. You know, we have obviously have that in common yeah. and it's super helpful. So uh, that's the way to go. So let me tell you a scenario that I'm experiencing. You probably experience this as well. Are you are you a big um, real estate guy? I'm becoming um, into it. Yeah. Do you like? Do you, are you big like architectural design homes and stuff like I that? I love that. Okay, yeah. so you're in the same. Do you like selling Sunset on, on Netflix? I've watched it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So here's my dilemma. I'm I'm explain it in regards to homes, and I'll bring it to what the guys are dealing with. My favorite Netflix show is Selling Sunset. I don't like TV shows. I think a lot of TV shows um, are either unhealthy, the reality ones, or they, they stretch them out too long and they get bad at the end. That's just my thing with TV shows. I love Selling Sunset. I love the properties in Selling Sunset. Four, five, 10, 15, 20 million dollar properties. I love them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I'm about to buy a house. Okay. The 10 or 15 million. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. So I'm, one, I'm about to buy a house. I have a budget. My budget is not the Selling Sunset budget. Mm -hmm. I'm going to see these houses that are in my budget. Alex, I'm miserable. Yeah. I'm unhappy. Because yeah. I'm looking at these houses. They're good houses, but Alex, I've been, I, I can't. I, I need modern. You know what I mean? Yeah. I need, I need, I need the square windows. You know, you know what I mean? I, you know, I, 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 like these things. I need, like, like I go in these homes and I'm just these. I remember I went into a home and this one family was like, "This is the most beautiful home we've ever seen." I'm like this crap, because my brain has been messed up. Yeah, yeah. But I know that I gotta get a home. I gotta live in something. Mm -hmm. So to me, I'm going to work hard to get to that point. Yeah. But everybody's not going to be that person. When it comes to relationships, Robbie is top tier of the top tier of women. She's beautiful. She's kind. She's successful in business space. She's beachfront property in you know, Los Angeles. Amazing. 
But not every guy is going to live in beachfront property in L.A. Yep. How does, how does, I know so many guys today who they look at your, your, your girlfriend, they look, they look at my wife and they, and they, they think that's all they want. Similar to me, they, they go house shopping. They don't like the, the, the four hundred, five hundred thousand, six hundred thousand, which are, which are great. They only want that. Do you think it's possible that guys can learn contentment? For if they have, if they're just so gung ho on a certain kind of woman, do you think it's possible that, you know, these men can be happy if they're, if they've, they're seeing what you're having, they're seeing what can be out there. Do you think um, we talked about how it's possible in business, but what about with women? Do you think contentment is possible in that regard? I do. Yeah. I do think it's possible. I don't think it's easy. Yeah. I especially I, I think it's becoming harder and harder mm. because of social media, because of selling sunset, <laughs> you know, because you're you're so exposed to the best of the best. Mm. These things that before you wouldn't really see, you know, unless like a celebrity let you into their homes and you're like, oh, so this is what it's like. Yeah. Now you see it everywhere. Mm. You see these. Uh, I don't know if you follow this account like mega mansions on, on Instagram. And I'm just like, why do I even follow? <laughs> I'm like, it's like 100 million, you know, oh, 80 million. Man. I'm like, what it's wild yeah so i feel that you know at, at my level like when i bought this place i felt i was like damn this is like the top of the top of my budget i'm like i was like sweating <laughs> I sat right here because this was the demo the demo and i sat right here and i talked to my to my um real estate agent i'm like can i, can I afford this i'm like am i gonna be okay and yeah. she talked to the broker and we figured it out but even this i was like i wish it was like more like the ones that I see on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bedroom was a little bigger or yeah, this. Yeah. You always find those things. And yeah. you just have to understand that find something that fits you where you are now. And if you want to continue to grow, continue to grow and you find something even better later. Yeah. Right. And um, does that work in relationships, though? Because I know a lot of and I'm sorry for cutting you off. I know a lot of guys who I feel like and women do it, too. I feel like that's kind of their strategy. They're mm. like, they're like writing somebody, you know, like you're my starter house, you know, so like gets my real house. And I'm just uh, like, I don't think you need to do that. Yeah, like yeah. at the end of the day, I feel like I do believe that you should date and you just, you know, experience new relationships and see where that goes, because then you can understand, first of all, what you're looking for, mm -hmm. what you like and what you don't like, and then understand who you are as a person and what kind of relationship would fit you well. Yeah. And if you don't, if you only date one girl ever, you know, you might not, unless she's the one and you got super lucky, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that, that wasn't my case, uh, <laughs> but yes, it is. I think it's definitely okay to hold back a little bit, not date anyone just for the sake of dating and showing your friends or whatever. Um, just hold off. Yeah. Do you first build yourself and you know, the rest will come, but I don't think you should be too worried about, uh, dating like the the top of the top right yeah. away just just wait it out yeah yeah you know and and, and the reason why I asked, I asked that question is because i think like i said i'm trying to find a healthy balance within mm. these conversations yeah because on one end i'm very interested in partnering with the guy who wants the top of the top yeah. the guys like you who are just not they're just their, their natural being is to work more. Their natural desire is for more. Their natural desire is for the best of everything that life has to offer. And that's how they've been built. 
So there's one level where I'm like, okay, I want to do stuff and, and talk to and focus on them. But then on the same level, I'm like, I don't want the guy who's not him to feel lesser than. Yeah. You know, because I think I, I, I remember there was like you, I don't know if you've experienced moments like that before where I've had guys call me in, call in where they have an amazing girl, but because she doesn't look like what they really want, she's great in all areas. He's like, man, but I only want this. because I see what you have. Yeah. And then, and then in the back of my mind, I'm just like, I don't want, I feel like a hundred years ago without social media, without TV, without all this stuff, he would have been totally happy. It's a new thing. It's a new thing. And I think we're, I think we're just learning the effects of, of social media now. You know, there's obviously a lot of great things, our careers included. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's also a lot of negative things. You know, I, I don't know where this is headed, but I do think that, that I mean, that's why mental health is so you know, is like the new thing to talk about because it's true. It's affecting people on a deep level. Yeah. And you just, you think that that's the kind of life that you want. You think that that's the kind of girl that you want, the kind of house that you want. But in reality, it's like, well, how many people actually have a house like that? Mm -hmm. How many guys actually date the specific type of girl? How many guys actually drive a Lambo? It's really like, it's a very low, low, low percentage, mm -hmm. right? So if, if that's what it's gonna take for you to be happy, it's a tough life, man. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to grind. You're going to have to work hard. Um, I think it's okay to always want to, to build and want more, but you sh that shouldn't be like your measurement of, of happiness. No, that's you know? good. And I think, I think to me, the part that as you're talking, I'm just like, bro, this is such a good point. It's the why, not the what. Yeah. Your book was, what was that book that you said? Who, not how. Who, not how. It's the why, not the what. And let me break it down in regards to what we're describing. If you as a man want the best for yourself and you wanna be constantly growing physically, emotionally, spiritually, and financially, and that's who you are naturally, then it makes sense that you're gonna get a woman like that. Yeah. Cause that's who you are. Because otherwise you're gonna outgrow that relationship too. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't wanna just date someone because you're you're going up and this person is stagnant mm -hmm. all of a sudden you're going to outgrow them yeah right so you need to find somebody who's either going to build with you encourage you to build and support you or be single a hundred percent you know just yeah. wait it out yeah and, and and do you yeah and so if if that's your why and the why like you said you're growing towards something and you need someone who matches you or if not, they're gonna fall behind. That makes sense why you have these expectations. But if, if, if it's, I just want that for the sake of that alone, right? I want the, the Lamborghini just because I want the Lamborghini or I want the million dollar just because I want, I want mm -hmm. to smoke it. If, if it's all based upon vanity, and it's nothing based upon internal characteristics yeah. that define who you are. That's where I, I see it's like this is where it's mismatched. And I think that's what a lot of men today, like they don't really have that why. I think you have a deep why. Mm -hmm. And that why drives everything that you do. And I'm curious, what would you say is that why for you? Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a great question. 
I, it's funny because it's so deeply rooted in me that I can't give you like, I know exactly what my why is. I can give you specific points of my life that made that why what it is today. Mm. And for example, moving to the US and having nothing. I never want to go through that again. Mm. I don't want my family to go through that. Mm. I don't want my mom to be a cafeteria lady at school. I don't want my dad to be a dishwasher. Mm. I don't want anyone around me mm -hmm. to go through that. Mm. And um, when I lost a job, I moved to LA to, for a job. I lost that job. And I was like, damn, how am I going to afford this rent now that I don't have this job? I was in unemployment for a while. Mm. Never want to go through that experience again. Mm -hmm. And those let's say let's call them traumas like those that's why i do this because i never want to experience this again mm. and i don't want anyone that i love to experience that ever again mm. um i want them to be certain that they will have a happy life they might not all drive lambos <laughs> hope they do <laughs> but you know i want them to have a good life and i i feel like i need to provide that mm. so for me that's that's what drives me mm. making sure that everyone around me is okay happy fulfilled and so i'm not working just for me yeah it's not just for me i think if it was just for me probably would have stopped yeah probably would have slowed down but it's not because i'm 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 okay and yeah. i keep going yeah so it it's for other people too bro everybody who i ask about that why it's always about others yeah and i think that's another thing that separates the people who you just want who just wanted for vanity but who or who genuinely truly deserve these things because when your why is about others you just work harder you know yeah. like like there's a reason to get back up and i think so many guys going back to your point to why they may be not applying is because they don't really have a reason to apply it they don't have a strong enough why and maybe it's just something where they want to be a millionaire because they saw it on Instagram. <laughs> that's, that's not going to get you to work the hours necessary to be there. You know, I've been thinking about this a lot. Um, it's a great topic because, uh, you know, because of this trauma and because of these hardships that I've been through, uh, it, it really shaped the person that I am. Mm -hmm. Right. And I feel like um, if you talk, I mean, you talk to so many amazing people, I'm sure a lot of them have been through yes. some type of hardship and they're like, F that. It's yeah. never happening again. Yeah. Let's make this work. Uh, now I'm like, okay, I want to have kids. You know, mm. are my kids going to be this uh, just like super spoiled? Mm. They're not going to have any hardship. And that's the goal for them to not have any hardships. Mm. But then I'm like, am I failing? Mm. And this is like, I don't, I don't have kids. I'm not married yeah, yet. But good, I think good. about this, this stuff. And I'm like, are they just going to be too spoiled? Is this bad? Like, do I need them to feel what I felt back then to mm. be able to succeed in life and and, and have that purpose. Um, so it's, it's a really interesting thought. And I, you know, I'm not sure what the answer is, but I do know that when you look at people and what they've been through, usually the guys who have it easy, um, they don't really want to put in the hours, yeah. you know, that the, their, their lives are easy. Yeah. That's what they're used to. No, definitely getting out of their comfort zone is important. That to me reminds me, I've been thinking about that quite a lot. You know, I, I talked to Jose about that, you know, and I talk to successful guys about that all the time. And there's this, this famous quote by Aunt Viv on, on Fresh Prince where she said, we spend so much time giving our kids everything we never had that we forget to give them the very things that we did have. And those things that we did have made us who we are today. Exactly. That's a great quote. Yeah, she's a beast. Yeah. Um, 
or the writer who wrote that is a beat. And and it and to me, the thought in the back of my mind always goes back to the story of Alexander the Great, one of the greatest conquerors of the world. And most people don't remember this from history, but Alexander the Great's father was was King Philip of Macedon. So usually the story is you get a super powerful, strong king. And his son is that wimpy, weenie, you know, yep. <laughs> gladiator, you know, braveheart. It's the typical stories, yep. right? But King Philip was able to raise Alexander to be even a greater beast than he was. You know? Yeah. It's like Michael Jordan giving birth to a greater Michael Jordan. Wild. And, and so I was obsessed with that. Yeah. I was like, how the freak did he do that? How did he do that? And I could be wrong. I, I, I confused the philosophers, but one of Alexander's mentors growing up was Aristotle. And Aristotle and his father instilled the mindset of success, of virtues, of more, of grinding, of like, all these things were instilled in him. And I think to me, everything that we're talking about today stems from the mindset you literally said i can't not work mm -hmm. the mindset that's what it's all about and i believe that mindset can be instilled in children maybe may not be in the ways that we experienced it like for me i give an, a perfect example my i grew up spoiled i grew up very rich and I don't mean that financially. My parents came from Nigeria with nothing. I grew up rich because my dad told me I loved you every single day, mm -hmm. five times a day. That's amazing. Like, like my dad always told me I love you. Yeah. I was like, and I grew up so spoiled. Like, I, like he would always hang out with me, always talk to me, always spend time with me. I grew up spoiled. Wow. And my chip on my shoulder came from this is this is how entitled i am alex all right let's hear it my chip came from going out into the world and people not treating me the way my parents did oh. and people not being as loving and as kind and that pissed me off that's so interesting and that pissed me off so much that i, I want to work hard to where you do treat me like I my want parents. you to love me <laughs> <laughs> you know wow and so that's that's, that's the incredible. that's that's the fuel that i have and my dad made me greater because he gave me everything that he didn't have and he gave me everything that he did have with the identity. So I don't, even though I, I feel that way, I don't feel lack. I don't, yeah. like, I don't feel lack. It's just, it's just like, a, I'm like an entitled kid. I want the lollipop from everybody, you know? And so, you know, like, it's not, it's just, I have enough. Yeah. I just want more. Yeah. yeah. And so I realized that there, there is, more but it, it really starts with that mindset and i believe you can definitely pass that down to your children that's beautiful man I have you ever had your dad as a guest listen man i am waiting for that episode okay because two that things would be amazing he has to, in my opinion he has to retire because my dad is not a public see that's the thing about my dad man mm -hmm. my dad is and I, and, I, and, I'm, and I don't say this to disrespect anybody. I'm serious. I don't disrespect anybody. You started this conversation by saying your mom was an amazing woman. And she, and she, she is. Mm -hmm. People talk about their dads being amazing dads. 
I'm not giving my dad no kind of affirmative action. I'm a, my dad is Hall of Fame dad. <laughs> like, if you tell people, like, okay, you talking about great dads, let me know what your dad did. Yeah. And I'll show you what my dad did. <laughs> my dad, you people don't realize, growing up, my, my mom did not shower me and my sister. We wouldn't let her. He would do it. Wow. After work. My dad would cook. My dad would change diapers. My, my dad, who helped me with my homework. Superman. He was it, Superman. Yeah. So I grew up with this rock star guy, but my, the thing with my dad, he's so private. Mm-hmm. He's the opposite of me. I see. He's a private guy, so all the stories and wisdom and gems and things that he tells, he, he's not going to get on camera. Right. So maybe one day when he retires and he's a lot older, I'm like, hey, dad, let's talk. Let's he might chat. talk. Yeah. yeah, but I'll tell you when, you, guys, when you guys meet my dad, man, man He's, he's a beast, Sounds man. Sounds incredible, man. I mean, yeah. I can see why you're an incredible guy, oh, too. Oh, <laughs> And it reminds me of, have you seen the show uh, Genius, the documentary? Mm-hmm. The Kanye? Yeah. Man. Yeah. You that know, was amazing. His mom, Donda, I mean, you could see why he was so confident and so sure mm-hmm. that he would be successful. Yeah. Because he knew his music was fire yeah, 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 because yeah. his mom would tell him every <laughs> single day, your music's fire. Yeah, you're yeah, great. Yeah. You, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's hard to argue because that's the person that he loves the most and trusts the most. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think maybe something similar with you and your dad of course. where you're like, I know that oh, yeah. I'm a good person. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know that my yeah. dad tells me I'm mom and they're good people. Yeah. So let me go and show the world. 100%. Right. That's incredible. And, and, and all this goes back to, like you said, is legacy. Yeah. And I think to me, more than making money, more than getting stuff, it's about the legacy. It's something that I started thinking about um, not that long ago. I think, um, you know, when you're first trying to figure out what you're doing in your career, it's hard to think about legacy. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like, that's really, that was far. I just yeah. wanted to take step by step. And once I found out what my calling was, once I figured out my career, figured out what I love doing, then legacy started to pop up more and more mm. in my head. And that's when I was like, okay, I see why I'm driven. I see why I'm moving forward and what I want. And it's not just a number mm. in my bank account or yeah. any of that. Yeah. It's not my net worth. It's, it is the legacy mm. as well as the comfort for other people around me mm. and the happiness for them. That's, that's what drives me the most, I think. And I think most men, you know, they start thinking about legacy right around 30. Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Usually. Yeah. And it, 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 you get that extra drive. Mm. I think a lot of people think that at 30, you like slow down or you don't have as much energy. For me, it was quite the opposite. Oh, wow. At 30, I was like, damn, I'm 30. Yeah. I got to gotta hustle. Mm. Um, so for me, it's, that's when legacy popped up. Alex, man. I really appreciate today's conversation, brother. It was great, man. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Every time we talk, man, I feel like I learn something new. I get inspired by some more, man. And I'm just truly blessed. I, well, I don't think, sorry to cut you off. Yeah. I don't think you get enough credit, man. I, I love chatting with you. I yeah. learned so much. Yeah. And not only about you and the world, but also about me. Yeah. Um, I don't get to have these conversations very often. So yeah. it's good to just kind of let it out and go through that thought process. So of thank course, you. Of course. Where can people find you at? youtube.com slash alex costa alex costa on instagram twitter and all of that as well you can find my hair products fortaseries.com yes yes guys please tap into that and then also the clothing new skincare clothing line atosapparel.com and skincare we just launched africaskincare.com yes super stoked man i've been working on this for two years 
Uh, it's a subscription system skincare that makes it easy for you guys to continue with that routine. Guys, so you know how we get down. Please be sure to reach out to Alex. Let him know what about this podcast stood out to you guys. And as always, do not forget, guys, join the standard. Go to thefluentstandard.com. The link is in the description below. Thank you guys so much. My name is Hafiz. I'm joined by Alex Costa. Thank you for having me. Greater roommates and have a great day.